January 9th, 2024, NXT 2.0. We have a new North American champion. So much to talk about tonight. Uh, I'm Glenn, joined by Issa, and it's just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Uh, good to see you. I, uh, good to see you, Glenn. There was some good stuff on NXT tonight. There's some questionable stuff on NXT. Uh, I mean, there were there some things that really saved the show. We'll just say that. Yeah. It's weird, though. This crowd. I'm thinking about it now. I'm thinking more and more. I think we've identified one of the weaknesses with NXT. And that's that crowd. First off, if you're sitting on the hard cam, like if you're, if you're facing that, like put away your damn phone. It's, I thought even about the phone. It's like some people were just having conversations with each other like this while, yeah. while promos were being cut. Yeah. And get somebody out there. Get, let's get some chase. You uh pep squad out there. Let's hype the crowd a bit. I feel like this is remember not remember when the crowd used to be just NXT uh, students from the for the pandemic. Do you remember that? We need to go back to that. <laughs> well, or the full sale crowd. I mean, I think that I think they have too much seating in there. And I know it's a small venue. There was less in full sale, but the people that were there were really excited to be there. And you've got some talents out there that are doing a really, really good job. And you know, half the audience just looks bored out of their mind. And it's no fault of NXT. It's just, you know, again, if I'm seeing someone and you're sitting there facing uh, the ring, the ring camera and you're on your telephone, that's very disrespectful. You're not in a big arena. You know, it's like you're one of 200 people in there. So clear. You can see it so clearly. And we'll get into it when I really noticed it. Yeah. By the um, way, I'm just posting the link to the site. I'm not bored of what you're saying right now. I'm just posting the link on my socials. Just want to make sure that I make that clear. Yes, and uh, I'm sure you have some questions about why Jinder Mahal is getting a title shot. Um, you know? Yo, Twitter was a mess today, Glenn. Oh, my God. How even to recap this? Uh, former Wrestling Inc. owner Raj Giri started some things um, that went all the way to the top. Tony Khan it getting went involved. To, it went to USA Network. They started it. Yeah. Because USA Network replied to... to to Raj with a smart response that Tony Khan saw. And then everything just went downhill. Of course, there were some fun memes. We always get fun memes out of this drama. But some people really got the tribalism out and they started taking it too seriously. And it's like, we were having fun. Why do you guys gotta like take it so seriously? Why can't we just go back to having fun with it? Yeah. I'm with you. Um, I think for Tony to get involved, it you know, I don't want the people in the highest positions of power getting involved being trolled on twitter getting in the muck of it like i don't know i mean it's just he it's made gender the biggest baby face in all of wrestling oh my god and gender's response about who's he spoke? had not tweeted in like two years did you see that like this yeah. man probably had to remember his password you know he had to do the entire password recovery just to come in and say that which listen whether i don't care what side you're in that gender response was funny it was yeah. it was a huge W for gender. So Tony <laughs> Khan tweets. Tony Khan oh. tweets. Oh, people are criticizing Hook getting a title shot when he's near undefeated. Yet Jinder Mahal, who hasn't a win in ages, is getting a title shot in WWE. And Jinder Mahal's response is, "Who's Hook?" Big W, big W for gender. I popped. I popped. Yeah, and I love the community note somebody added to Tony's tweet, which is like, "Wrestling is predetermined." Like this, <laughs> this is all scripted. I didn't even see that. That is amazing. 
Yeah, it's a community. At least it's in the Man, rating stage. I know yeah. Twitter is kind of toxic, but so the community notes have made Twitter so like it's so funny to me. Some of these community notes are the most ridiculous thing I've seen, and it it pops me. It's the little yeah. things, Glenn. No, I'm with you. Um, so we have this going into NXT tonight, and yeah. then uh, we opened with the NXT parking lot. Blair and Nikita started in this parking open. lot. Now apparently they didn't stop fighting at all because they still yeah, the the clothes changed. <laughs> they changed the like, clothes. I'm assuming that while they were like brawling into the building, they like said they went into the locker rooms, and as they're walking by the locker rooms, they kind of like changed clothes real quick and kept going all the way to the ring. It was like uh, the cartoon thing where it was just a big cloud of dust, and then when the dust cleared, they were in different outfits because that's how much they were fighting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So this match was good. Uh, it, I don't think it really got a chance to cook, though. Like, I know they wanted to start hot. Like, oh, they've been brawling since the parking lot. But it didn't go on overly long. And what's interesting, though, is that, um, yeah, like, just when it seems like it was getting going, um, Blair Davenport was going after Nikita's knee. And then she hit Nikita with a knee to the jaw and, like, knocked her out. Yeah. And Blair got the win, which is crazy. Now, my thought with this, because I'm very confused by this, is you all know we love Nikita Lyons, future NXT Women's Champion. She's great. She's unique. Uh, she is such a uh, dynamic force in NXT. It seemed like with her coming back, based on Blair taking her out, Blair being the parking lot attacker, that Nikita was coming back, Nikita's going to get that win and then go on to something else. Now, the right. only thing I can figure was because Sol Ruka got a name drop tonight also on commentary which i'm assuming she's back soon nxt knows this is like the longest term nxt story in ages and they don't want it to be over too quickly i mean that's the only thing i could think of that's valid that's a valid point i like yeah. it i mean i didn't i don't know how to explain it because i didn't like nikita losing first of no. all it was it was a banger of a match i really liked it it was hard hitting i love the way that it started whether they teleported and changed clothes i don't care how it happened it was a fun different way to start the show by showing them in the parking lot and then going straight into the entrance way in the fight like i actually really liked that and i really liked the match i thought it was very smart because at one point like uh Nikita was going to kick Blair and Blair got out of the way and she hit the post with her back mm -hmm. knee. So I was like, okay, so we're targeting the whole maybe Nikita's not 100% yet. I can buy that. Sure. And Blair has been presented up until Nikita's return as a very strong contender, a badass. So I, I'm 50-50 here. I just don't like seeing Nikita losing because there's that part of me that also want to see her in the position she was in before she was in. I know. She was winning matches and she felt like she was on her way to the championship. And I'm not sure how taking this else is going to help her get there. But I want to see where it goes because I do think this is a long-term rivalry with everything that has gone on. Now, I just need to see. Yeah. I need to see something. Just not her losing. That's the, I just don't like it. This loss needs to happen with a purpose or something else comes out of it. Well, they're both in the battle royal next week. We'll talk about right. that uh, for the number one women's contender. I'm pretty confident that Nikita's taking Blair out with that. In fact... It could end up being a double elimination. They end up fighting all the way to the backstage. Like, I have a feeling Vengeance Day is going to be the the resolution of this. This feud. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that. And then, Is this their first one-on-one? -on -one, or did they face each other one-on-one? -on -one? This is the first one-on-one, -on -one, No, Nikita it? came back, attacked Blair. Right. And then backstage, they had the confrontation. No, this is their first one-on-one. -on -one. 
Okay, so maybe we can go into like a series of matches here between the two of them. So if they double eliminate or one eliminate the other, maybe we can have a rematch. Now, with everything that's happening and potentially Camille heading to NXT, the only other thing I could think of, but it doesn't make sense because of the lack of an NXT Women's Tag Team Championship, if you told me Nikita and Sol Ruka were going to team up and be a tag team... I will buy it. That that's That would be pretty badass. Yeah, I will buy it. I will definitely buy it. And they have such a crazy similar story with how they went mm -hmm. down the injury. I know that storyline, Blair Davenport took them out, but even just in real life, the fact that they went yeah. through the same injury, the same amount of time they had to step away. I will, I wouldn't mind seeing them team up, but we'll see where we go with Son yeah. Ruka. But overall, I just think, I, I, I mean, and the problem is that I like Blair a lot and she's a badass. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, I don't mind her getting wins, but don't, I don't like her getting a win over somebody that also needs to be getting wins right now to rebuild where we're going with this women's division. I like Blair, but I don't think Blair has the promo dynamicism. dynamicism. Well, I a think, lot of people don't. <laughs> I think that, okay, Blair's a very good wrestler. Right. And she, she was given, like, the best gift of a gimmick of being the NXT parking lot attacker. Right. You know, so her character having that, although she's not been super sneaky since then. Like, you'd think that she would be, I don't know. Still trying to, like, take people out that way. Yeah, or there'd be footage in the background. She's like sitting there, uh, like letting people the air out of people's tires in the NXT parking lot. You know, yeah, like uh, you know, hitting uh, hitting front bumpers with baseball bats to make the airbags go. Maybe off. she's scared of Miss Parker because she's the one roaming the parking lot now for OTM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, but no, I thought this was an okay opening match. But yeah, very surprising, surprising resolution. To this, um, then we had Carmelo and Trick talking backstage, and they're going to be in the Dusty Tag Classic. Like, what is going on? This is I don't either... know, the gaslighting from Melo here and the way that it worked. Number one manipulator in the entire company, because like when he first suggested that Trick was like, I don't know, man, I need to stay focused and on my match, and Melo was like, No, this is how we stay ready. When he said, Don't you want to be two titled Trick? I was like, No, you did not. And then, of course, Trick is like, oh, maybe I do. Fell for it, Trick. I expected more from you. What is going on? You shouldn't be falling for these manipulation tactics, buddy. Yeah. I mean, someone was saying online the other day that maybe with NXT going to CW, they need to keep Braun, Mello, some of the bigger stars. And I'm like, man, that's that's what it felt like. And I was like, okay, if I buy this, this is like the reset of all resets with Carmelo and Trick. You know? But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but then we have the first round, first match in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Did you take a look at the brackets? I did. Okay, did you notice how they put all the black people in one fight and then they put all the minorities on one side of the bracket? I just have a question. That is questionable. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's all. I got nothing for you. Like I, somebody, this is the first thing I noticed. I was like, "Why? Why you put all these teams again? Like, why you like, put these you could teams have at least against each put them up on the other sides of the bracket or something?" And then like, I feel like, based on booking, LWO is gonna win. So then, what? The blacks are gonna face the Latinos in the in the minority freaking bracket? BS. That is a little uncomfortable now that you mention it. Uh, well, tonight we had two very white teams: Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin versus Callus. Braun Breaker looked like an advent calendar. 
<laughs> what's, behind each, when's, what's behind each portal? Yeah, because you know how the event counters had the numbers all randomly and you had yeah. to like dig for the day? Like, oh, they, tell me he did not scream advent calendar at you. Like, you can't unsee it now. You know it. Yeah, that's uh, something. But uh, Braun and Baron, America's Sweethearts. Proud I love, love them, them as a team. I kind of knew I would love them as soon as they oh, got yeah. together. But they work well together, and the end of days was hit and finished the match as it always should. Yeah, I I think they're gonna. I think that I personally think this is gonna be Braun and Baron against Carmelo and Trick, and it made me not have any interest in any of the other matches because I think those are gonna be the finals. But I actually don't know who will go over on the finals, so I'm yeah. very invested in the finals. But I feel like the rest of the tournament is just so predictable at this point. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, good match, though. And Braun, it's interesting. Braun was over, and then the crowd was sort of sick of him, except when he would do put somebody through a wall or something. But tonight, like, they're Team Braun again. So, Do you see how he um, helped out Baron Corbin? Like, put him out of harm's, harm's way? It was so beautiful. consider it. I will do that for you, Glenn. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. When you're in Vegas, you know... I'll need that. I need you to protect me, or I'll need to protect you and ask security to not trespass you because uh, you're getting into it with somebody in a casino. <laughs> yes, I can probably do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's we're cool. Gonna, it's cool. It's cool. We're, we're all cool here, right? We just need to find. I'm going to do a vlog where I eat a full vegan meal with you. Oh, okay. That'll be exciting. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, because you don't have the most adventurous stomach. No. I know. That's why I'm like, eating is not my thing, but... Yeah, so... Just make sure the restaurant has cocktails. Even if they're vegan cocktails, I will find something I like, at least on that part. Okay, we're gonna see. We're gonna see what happens. We'll see how this we'll goes. We'll figure it out. If we'll not, out. I, are, are French fries vegan? French fries are vegan, yes. Okay, well, so not at McDonald's, I, but everywhere else. Okay, well, not going to McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to Vegas to go to McDonald's with you, <laughs> You'd be surprised what people... Like, you go by some places here, you see the things I know. about, like, I know. cheap eats in Vegas, and be like, there's Taco Bell on the Strip, and I'm like, you came to Vegas? Like, I understand if that's all you can afford. Oh, my but... God. Every time I'm in Vegas, you know where I'd be? Like, uh, no cap. Uh, freaking secret pizza. That's where I'm oh, at yeah. all the time. Pizza. Is their pizza's good. Yeah. The pizza's good. And the big, uh, the big slices at Planet Hollywood are actually really good, too. Uh, Evil Pie downtown on Freeman's, Fremont Street. They've got like two it. vegan. They're, they're like a slice of their pizza. It's like seven bucks, but it's like a meal and a half. It's huge. That's where we're going. Decided. Yeah, Evil Pie. It's good. Okay. Fremont Street. Fremont Street. And, which, then, and then you're going to go on the zip line with me. I'm not going on the zip line. That thing is oh, so. That does not look safe. I've done it like a couple of times drunk. Yeah, yeah that does not. But we can I'm walk so down afraid. the plaza. So I was going to puke on someone. Yeah. <laughs> we could play bingo at the plaza. Yeah, but it's not a very it's not a very scary zip line, Glenn. It's actually yeah, quite soft. It's like a beginner's. Yeah, we can go uh, try and count cards playing single deck blackjack at the El Cortez. Be good. Oh, let's go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, so Braun and Baron won. Uh, we'll talk about all the Tiffany Stratton farm stuff together. But uh, well, first, let's talk about I'm hearing. Yes, let's talk about hearing from Lyra Valkyria again. The promo test. This is where I noticed the people just talking to each other on, on their phones. And I was like, this is not, I was thinking about our conversation last week and the promo test. And I was like, yeah, she, she's failing right now. Like you could literally openly yeah. see the crowd not being to what she was saying. It was so small. Like it was so quiet up until, yeah. 
up until Lola came out is when they, they kind of like perked up a little bit. A little bit for Lola Vice and Electra Lopez. But even then, like, look, here's the thing. Um, if you're going to see NXT, your this is developmental. Your job, I, th I think, if you're going to be on TV, your job is to be supportive and have fun. Right. And I don't know. It just, I, I, I didn't like the attitude from uh, a lot of the audience tonight. Yeah, it was quiet for a lot of the things. I don't think they put on the best show for them, if I'm being honest with you. And especially when one of the highlights of the show was pre-taped. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there was a lot of matches that I was like, why? You know, but um, here, the one thing that I have to point out, and I just have to, is like these two women are going back and forth with the contract and the title. And even Lyra points it out at one point, the person like commanding the, 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 the stage at that moment was Electra. There was something mm. about the way that Electra looks and presented herself that I was like, why isn't she in the conversation for, yeah. for something other than just being Lola Vice's like manager? Like she looked like a star out there. And I love that Lyra brought it up, but it's like, Lyra, stop like bringing up that this person has a bigger presence than you because <laughs> she made me notice that even more. <laughs> yeah, I like the way they set that up with them. And I like how Lyra did that. So you know what it is? I'm thinking about this now. Back in the full sale days and even the early days of NXT 2.0, and I understand this criticism. Some people said it was a little too uh, clicky, the NXT right. audience. You know, we don't need to rehash it, but we know yeah, that there was like drama. a core group of fans that were there every show. And I look at it now and I don't know, it just doesn't seem as, as unified. Like I don't like some people literally it's like, well, if you're not here to enjoy NXT, like why are you going to the show? Right. Right. You know, um, something like blue pants wouldn't get over. In this era. Yeah, but you know what the problem is that a lot of them just it's free tickets and I don't have anything else to do, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're invested. You know what I mean? I know, I know. But it's weird though, because this this isn't like uh impact or TNA taping at Universal Studios. Like the performance center isn't near, like you have to go out of your way to go to a show at the performance center. I'm gonna I'm gonna see how they do next week and I'm gonna okay. start paying more attention to the crowd because I don't think that tonight's NXT was the most solid thing. I agree. That we've seen. So, and again, like when you give them half of the show is on a pre-tape, that, that will yeah. annoy me as a live viewer there. But I do think the ending made up for it. Like even as I'm ranking it, when I ended my stream, I was like, hey, with that ending, that like ranks it way up. But the show itself, yeah. it wasn't the most solid show. Yeah, this that was NXT like a B minus. This was Correct. a B minus NXT. Um, I don't want to say full filler because some stories move and some things happen and we had the tournament. But I, I also think once they announced Drake and Melo, I don't know if you went through that, but to me, it became very clear who was going to the finals, and that makes you completely invested in half of these yeah. tournament matches because you know what's going to happen. Well, okay, so Lyra was saying she's going to end the year's women's champion. Who's her next contender next week? 20-woman battle royal. Uh, but when it gets to four, it's going to turn into a fatal four-way match. Winner gets a shot at the title of Vengeance Day. Oh, interesting. Lola and Electra interrupt. And then they get into it, and then, of course, people start fighting. Well, they make it seem like Lola and Lyra are going to go right then and there, but then Electra attacks her. But then Tatum Paxley, Lyra's BFF, comes out and makes a save, setting up a tag match. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> I still don't understand the Tatum Paxley thing. Yeah. I think it's... It, yeah, uh... Wait, is it going to end up in a tag match between them? It should end up in a tag match know. between them. I, I thought don't they announced know, that. Or did I just fantasy book that in my head when I saw this? You might have. Uh, you might have done a better job booking this show than you. Because that's an amazing did. idea to have them have to tag together 
with Tatum right. being Can we coexist? They never do that in wrestling. Never. But it's it's a good <laughs> angle with Tatum being a little too into Lyra. Right. I don't know. What kind of name is Paxley? No, there is. Isn't there an antidepressant called Paxley? Uh Paxlo. No, uh oh. not Paxlo. You know uh no, um oh, why can't I remember the name? It sounds like Paxley. Yeah. Wait, I'm gonna Google it. Okay. Um so Josh Briggs took on Oro Mensa and the Metaphor tonight with Josh Briggs getting a win. Paxil. Paxil. Okay, never mind. Oh, uh, Paxil, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Wait, what were we talking about? Uh, talking about Briggs versus Mensa. You know what I tweeted? Why uh, is this match? That's it. Why? Why is this match? <laughs> why indeed? Um, This was fine. <laughs> Josh Briggs is his own man now. He doesn't need the other one. Okay, but this match happened and nobody asked for it. Yeah. I mean, the metaphor are entertaining, but I think they should save them because it'll be more special if they don't have them on every week. I, I, I get why they want to use them because they're over and there's a lot of fun Use them in backstage segments. Use them yeah. on in-ring things. You know what I mean? Put them out in the crowd. Maybe yeah. they don't make a better Actually crowd than them, the crowd yeah. that they have now. So, but like find different ways to utilize them to where you're just not exposing them in the ring in meaningless matches that nobody really cares about. One of the, one of the points of what I was telling you about how this show felt like this doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, then though this this match had stakes. The family. Adriana oh, they Rizzo. slapped. Yeah, Tony D stacks versus OTM with scripts with for the scripts NXT and Tag Team Championship. Rizzo. Yeah, and uh, good match, hard hitting match. Yeah, I think the I think that we need to give some credits here to Stacks and Tony D because they really made OTM look. Really good. I think this yeah. is the best match I've seen OTM have, but I think a lot of it had to do with what the D'Angelo's were doing out there for them. That move Stax did to the outside near the end? Yeah. Because at first I was like, what is he doing? And then when you pulled the camera back and you saw what he was doing, it was like, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was great. And Tony D's finisher, I, I really enjoy it. I, I like this match. I thought it was fun. And again, yeah. I actually think it's the best OTM has looked since they joined NXT. Like, I don't find their matches memorable. And sometimes I do think like um, they're, I, I don't know, something isn't there clicking, but they had great chemistry with Tony yeah. and Stack tonight. And I, I didn't mind this match got time and they cooked. I liked it. Yeah. I really enjoyed this. I thought this was good. Glad Tony D and Stacks retained. As they should, as they should. Yes. Um, Okay, Isa, we saw an NXT anonymous video of JC Jane telling Thea Hale and the other Chase Hugh students, all women, that she had a plan to save the school. What I is the plan? NXT OnlyFans. I was going to say car wash, but. Oh, I think the OnlyFans will be a faster way to get it, Glenn. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. 
Mandy Rose will be sitting at home stewing if that happens, counting her money. <laughs> oh, they're All right, so to... they're robbing a bank. <laughs> <laughs> Pepita Jr. All right, now, but in all seriousness, what are they going to do? What can they do? Like, oh, my God, maybe they can have, like, a benefit wrestling show. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be silly, but I like that JC Jane's taking over. And I like that today she was using the hashtag uh, JCU, which we've been saying on this yeah. podcast for six weeks now. Yeah. So it's but yeah, I'm curious to see what it's going to be. And who is this NXT Anonymous? Because at this point, if <laughs> at this point, it felt like that person was standing there recording them. Like, it doesn't even look. Remember at the beginning, the NXT Anonymous videos were kind of sneaky, like that person was hiding. This one was just like, whoever is just standing there. I mean, it would make sense maybe that it's Stevie Turner, given her gimmick got close for like a minute. So she went from streamer to creeper. Eh, but they made it seem. Remember, she did that one promo that was like an update report. No, I don't remember anything. She hasn't been around in like two years. Hey, she was undefeated. It was a year, but it was under. She went 20, 2023 undefeated in NXT, but she was back. She's coming back. Uh, she's going to be in the Battle Royal next week. She's been on level up. Oh, she's coming back. She's going to be in the Battle Royal next week. Oh, no. I got to make sure that I. Um... She's gonna, come, she's gonna come for my money. She's a streamer, you know. That's right. <laughs> um, Most streamers are not creepers. Please take that comment back. Um, okay, Cora Jade versus Gigi Dolan. What's going on with Gigi Dolan? Because what's going on with Cora Jade? Well, Cora Jade's now a heel, and Gigi Dolan's kind of a baby face, but she still has the same gear. You're not disturbed that she wrestled in a ponytail. I mean, you know, like it's like she she show up too late for hair and makeup. Maybe it's just convenient. You know? I, I'm sure it is, but not nobody wrestles in a ponytail. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with Gigi. I don't know anything outside. Of, I really liked her gear tonight, but yeah. I'm not sure what's going on. I think this came from what their backstage like argument, right? Uh, yeah. Gigi was sitting in Cora Jade's. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um, I Cora J has grown so much on me. Sure. So I'm really happy to see her in action. But again, JC is doing something, and Gigi feels like the lost baby in the in the in the toxic attraction breakup. And I thought they were gonna do more with her, which is crazy, right? Okay, yeah. I need to issue an apology to JC Jane. I think that many of us might have used the term the Janetti when that breakup happened, thinking that I Gigi, I didn't, thinking that Gigi was going to be a white hot baby face when they enter that feud together and JC was being super mean and Gigi was being super real and Gigi was over and then like nothing really happened after that but JC and Chase U JC like softening a little bit being in Chase U JC's been right. great yeah she's been great since she joined with Tia who would have thought but um but I just I just don't know what they're doing with her um but I'm happy to see Cora here but this was another match that I was like, I, I it took me a little bit to remember in my brain why this match was happening. And it's like you saw like Roxanne be out of control last week. It, it, there was no follow up with it. Dragonov injured. There was no follow up with it. Like I don't know. Tonight just felt like they were like, let's just put a show together real quick without continuing a lot of the things that happened. It seemed like there was a plan tonight. I think. Um, uh, I think that uh, they. I think they're trying to get a lot of motion for Vengeance Day. 
Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about uh, OTM and Jada Parker making friends in the parking lot at NXT as opposed to. Uh, I like NXT. Jada Parker. Yeah. Man, she's gonna. She's trying to come for Scripps' job. Yeah, she's stealing uh, Scripps' thunder. Yeah, but Scripps kind of like agree with it. Yeah, Scripps. Uh... She said they're missing a little something, and she's that missing piece to OTM. Mm-hmm. What do you think? We'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. I mean, I think <laughs> we'll um, she's got good presence. I mean, I feel a little bad for Scripps though. Well, somebody needs. If they're gonna keep feuding with the D'Angelo, somebody has to handle Adriana. Yeah. Smart of the they're gonna keep feuding with the D'Angelo. But then the D'Angelo's need to get someone to handle scripts then. They can handle scripts on their own. Hmm. We'll see. This is Tony D we're talking about. Yeah. Um, it's true, he can handle anything. You got sanitation yeah. problems? He can make it work. Oh my god. I forgot that he was in the sanitation business. <laughs> Those video packages were everything in so good. Him. Uh, Nathan Frazier and Axiom, who bonded over their love, love of video games, <laughs> took on Hank and Tank tonight. The wankers. Yes, and uh, they won. This could have been an email. <laughs> this could have been an email. This was fine. Okay. I can't wait for Braun and Baron to kick their butts. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Then I'm going to have fun watching it. I'm telling you, maybe I would have been a little more. No, I would have not been. I don't know what I'm saying. I would have not been into this no matter what. <laughs> but, but I do think that I just feel like Braun and Baron are going all the way on that end of the bracket. So why? What am I watching? Just just send an email that says, hey, everybody gets a bye. We know who's winning. Baron and Braun straight to the finals. <laughs> Well, you know who's not winning this week was Tiffany Stratton working on Hall- uh, Fallon Henley's family farm, showing up dressed in such a nice outfit. A- appropriate. I mean, you know, Tiffany Stratton's always nothing if not always appropriate and appropriately dressed. I'm very traumatized by these video packages. I hate horses. I think they're <laughs> terrible people. I mean, they're not people, they're horses. No, they're terrible people. They're not trustworthy. I never want to be near a horse. They were bullies by the end of this. Like, who was the face and who was the heel here? Why were they laughing at Tiffany? Because they're mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What do you think of all of this, though? Um, It was fun. I like that Tiffany actually started doing the work. I, You know, they did this really well over three segments where it was like, oh, she was complaining. She resigned herself to it then Fallon was like had respect for her and then I knew it I called it on Twitter I was like she's going to end up stepping in the manure and if it was a male wrestler she would have fallen in the manure instead she stepped in the manure and fell in water um very predictable but this was this was fun and look I think Tiffany Tiffany might be done this was for you as a viewer as a viewer yes as comedy because we like watching i mean you know people like watching watching anything about farms or horses that was a horror movie for me so don't ever make that sort of bet. You'll be a ranch hand if you lose. But I wouldn't lose. I could make any bet. I okay. Care for us. Okay. You so you want to go ride horses when you're here in Vegas? No, no, no. I, I live horses. right near horse country. Uh, well, then we're meeting it's a couple, in the. In it's the a couple blocks we're meeting away. Meeting in the strip. I'm not coming to our. Yeah. We're meeting the strip. A couple blocks away, in the country. <laughs> I thought this was a this was a horror movie for me. There is no way that there's things that just 
will never come out of my mouth. It's like, oh, let's go to a farm. Oh my God, let's go ride horses. It's like, this whole thing was very traumatizing for me and I can understand where Tiffany's coming from. I fell for her. And honestly, towards the end, these people were coming off as bullies. Hmm. Well, they were laughing at her because she wasn't doing Yeah, they were laughing at her. Why would they do that? Well, she was doing know. the work they asked her to do. She had to wash a damn horse. Class warfare. Um, why can horses learn how to wash themselves? Aren't they smart animals? Okay, but think about the layout of a horse for a second. How are they? I mean, it's not like a cat or a dog. They can't, you know, get down everywhere. Oh, and then sucks to suck. Stay dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, Tiffany Stratton, though, made it through, she stepped did. in the manure, fell in a trough of water. This was a savior for tonight's episode. This was fun. But I think Tiffany's done with NXT. I think she shows up in the Rumble. I do, too. Maybe I we get a too. video package in the next week or two with her recovering. Maybe she's at the beach or at a spa after this. She needs therapy. I yeah. will need therapy. Somebody put me through a day of that. I will need, like... 5150 myself. Yes, and not equine therapy. That's therapy with horses, Isa. Where they use horses to help. What? Why would why would a horse ain't helping nobody? It's a thing. They take your money. You bet on them and then they lose on purpose. I've seen it with my own eyes. It's all a scam. They're part it's of the like, biggest scam. It's like as a child, Issa watched an episode of Mr. Ed and was convinced that's how horses really are when you're not around they secretly talk and they talk shit about you i know they talk shit about your family it's even worse i'm telling you i just i know i i i you go out of the room and see that news report of this plane that had to land because of a horse that went out of control used to go out of the room and they're like you know her father can't tell the difference between her and her sister's voice yeah and i will i will punch that horse but i can't because no, no, I'm telling you, horses, they're scammers, they're liars, they're untrustworthy. I bet you horses cheat on their horse wives. <laughs> <laughs> I feel for Tiffany Stratton. I feel for her. Girl, we're going to okay. go shopping or something. I wish I was closer. I would take her shopping. Yeah. Get our nails done. Not going to drive I, a Mustang. You know, she's a full set. She needs a brand new full set. Who's going to pay for that? Because she probably got nasty horse things under her nails. So now she's going to have to go to her nail person, remove that, and put a brand new set in. There's no way she's going to walk around with those nasty nails. Glenn, this is serious. I know. In the mall, avoid the polo store. That'll be triggering. So we'll chess king. You know, nothing horse related. (laughs) I did like it. I did like that. But I I would never. (laughs) Okay. So, uh... Ava Rain tonight, Luca Crucifino was showing photos trying to argue his case. Yeah. He's, he's a lawyer. Uh, he's get a it? lawyer. Yeah. Um, and then Lexus Where King. Where has Juan Wagner been? Did you think he's with his children? Yeah. We just, yeah. Actually, that's really weird, the Von Wagner and Robert Stone thing. Like, that. Like, Rob, you know what it is? Robert Stone is refusing to appear on TV until the DNA test results come back. No, stop. <laughs> okay, if the, if if they're not seen in NXT again, that was the best gimmick to go out on for Von Wagner and Robert The dinner Stone. with the, the best spaghetti? It was the best vignette. Yeah, it was. Yes, it's just Ava now. She dropped the rain. Uh, so they, we got to get her like 
a desk or an office. Why is she always standing there? Hear me out. What if her gimmick is that she's not actually HBK's anything, but she catches them before they enter the office? I was going to say, what if her gimmick is that she's got HBK like held hostage somewhere, like in the movie Nine to Five, and no. she's actually the GM, and HBK, like you know, is being uh, held against as well. I like I like both of our ideas. Like she's oh, nobody, and, and she just tells people go do this before they go in the office wait, and they wait, fall for it. And then here, wait, here's the long con. Here's the here's the swerve in the match. Okay. Somebody demands to see HPK and goes in there, and it's Joe Gacy wearing a long wig and a cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, think about that. Did we see Joe Gacy tonight? I don't think we saw him tonight. That's what I'm saying. A lot of things that we see every week were just not there. He should have been in the stables. No, stop. Oh, my God. Imagine. Imagine if he would have walked by or popped you know, out like, of the hay. Pop out of the, I was going to say pop <laughs> out of the hay. Like, that would have been amazing, actually. That would have been amazing. Long-term <laughs> storytelling. Miss opportunity. Miss opportunity. Yeah. Um, so, Lexus King got a match with, somehow, with Dragon Lee. Yeah, by just saying, ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it worked. Also, why did Dragon Lee have to bring his visa into this? Like, and my visa issues are all clear. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> Lexus can just walk around with his fake contract and Dragon Lee just signs it. Yeah. We had a match. Should I thought for a, a second, we got a bigger sword, but I thought for a second they were going to let Lexus King win this tonight. Yeah, it's weird that Dragon Lee, because he's going back to the main roster, ends up being it the is? guy that was there. To, I think so. I think because he was just there to get it off Dominic. Okay, That's how the, you know? Well, think about it for a second. Like with Dominic, they needed it to somehow tie into someone on the main roster. They wanted it to feel really big. Like if Obed cashed in on Dominic, that would have been... Then Dominic goes back to Raw, and it's like, yeah, it really sucks that rookie Dominic got one over on you. Out a check and taking care of things. But Dragon Lee, I think you know his time in NXT was good. Um, you know, I think he'll do well on SmackDown. But Lexus King did okay tonight. I like that corner move where he goes like he's going to do the stomp at the corner, and then he stops short. No, that was a great <laughs> troll move. It was. Wait, before we keep going, did you watch the r Truth video from Raw about Judgment Day? No, I did not. What? No. Glenn, you must watch it immediately after we get done. Okay. I will. You're gonna look. I, I have a feeling you're gonna pop. Cool. Um, no, I think uh man, this tonight was a hot main event, and then it was like, oh, that was kind of a short match. Lexus King, you know, got some stuff in, but uh then lost, but then yeah, boom. Right after that, yeah, it was had... a short match because of the stupid overrun. They started at like 10:53. Yeah, oh, sorry, 9:53 for people on normal time zones. But then Obafemi came out, cashed in the contract. Look at the shot. You have to watch this video. See? Okay, I, w- I will watch it. I will really watch it. I'm gonna send you the link to your right text when we right get now. Okay. Um, love our truth. Oh, you're going to love this. Okay. No, we can cool. watch it live, guys. We're not trying to get copyright claims. Stop trying to come for our money. Yeah, can't do it, man. Can't do it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I enjoyed this tonight. Hey, Jinder Mahal is going to be on the bump tomorrow. Do you think they talk about it? 
<laughs> I think they're going to make an illusion of being like, oh, you know, some people would say you're a controversial choice. Well, you were trending. <laughs> yeah, you were trending. You know, because you can't hinder the gender, no matter how much you try, Tony Khan. Yeah. Okay. You know? I sent you the link. Hold on. All right. Yeah. You got to text me when you watch it. Okay. I shall. Um, Such a weird day. Such a weird day. It was day. a weird NXT. All right. Listen, the match was good between Dragon Lee and Lexus King. Um, I don't know how they keep managing to make Lexus King so much not likable, but I like how He's unlikable he is. Yeah, like I actually like how, like I don't like him, and I'm like this guy's good at his job because I like great. how unlikable he's become. Right, the hair, the way he carries everything. Like he's doing such a good job, but I, when when Lexus was flexing to Oba backstage earlier, he was like, "Oh, you want a contract? Well, I got a contract too." Before you did, and Oba said, "Is this in the main event tonight?" To the interview, and she was like, "Yeah." I thought it was just a weird, like he wasn't gonna do it. Even mm. when he came out, I thought, because when he went to cash in, I don't know if you noticed, but Dragon Lee did that dive onto the outside. And I was like, oh, it's a fake. It's a fake out. They're not going to go through. But they did it, Glenn. And yeah. they, they even had drama. Like, Dragon Lee kicked out, and we go into, like, a match. But ultimately, he won the tournament, what, last week? And now this week, he's champion. They are putting the machine behind this guy. I'm yeah. going to hit for it. I like him. He's great. Mm -hmm. Great look. Great in the ring. This was cool tonight. He looks dominant. I think, and beating Dragon Lee, it's better than being Dominic. Dominic has so much story baggage associated with him. I think uh, the victory over Dragon Lee was great. And uh, yeah, it's exciting to see where this goes from here. Uh, me too, but I'm glad that they like that they made this count. Yeah. And I think it's perfect because you want to build this guy. And I think the North American championship to put it so fast on somebody, it's a good championship because you're not putting the main title on him. There's not that pressure. You know what I mean? Like there is pressure. You're a champion, but he still has the time to grow and develop as we get to know this character or whatever, you know, or him as a, as a because we just got introduced to him. We know he's a badass and now he's a champ, but we still, you know, this is just day one. Yeah. Well, day one was uh, actually a week. Yeah, but then how do y'all do day one? <laughs> I don't know now. You know, he set the expectations too high, Glenn. Like, mm. you're acting like the NXT crowd right now. No, I think that... Well, I'm, I'm trying to watch the R-Truth video on No, nope, watch it later. I will watch it later, I know. Acting like the NXT crowd. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I see how it is. Um, no, I think that this is going to be exciting. Um, what's up with Dragonoff? Well, they didn't even mention him. I know. That's what I'm saying. They didn't even mention him. And what? What? Do you see that Rich Holland? Which they basically Rich gave. Oh they yes. SmackDown yes. Somebody said it on my chat earlier, but they were like, "So they changed Tyler Bay for Rich Holland." That feels like a downgrade for NXT. <laughs> The thing with Ridge was was weird. Um, yeah, Ridge whatever. is weird. But I just felt like tonight's episode was just there, and that main event really paid off for it because there was a lot of like, okay, this is random, and there was a lot of things that we saw last week that we didn't touch base on tonight. It judged up the episode quite a bit yeah. tonight. A lot. It was good. People a are going to talk about that. Mm -hmm. That Tiffany Stratton, Braun and Baron, um, the Advent Calendar. Do you think if, if Rob if, if Rob Breaker is an advent calendar, do you think he's like an expensive beauty one that is full of just tiny little samples? 
or do you think he's a real advent calendar that has actual value? Mm. I got one. We didn't do it this year. Last year we did one that was uh, uh, the the jellies and jams. Oh, little, you told little... me about that. Didn't you no, love it? Oh, so delightful. And I wouldn't do that. You know, I don't do peanut butter or jelly. It was uh, Bon Mar. But I've done some of the beauty advent calendars, and it's just mom, full of right. like. They'll, they'll be like, oh, it's value because they'll put the $600 face cream in a pot like this big. So that's still like $60 worth of product. And it's like, you can't even cover your your Facebook. Okay, listen, Glenn. Yeah, I mean, yeah I, I, you said this is the most effort someone talk about advent calendars. outside Because I've been watching this girl open advent calendars every night for like the past freaking three weeks. <laughs> Wait, it's why, like why a call for a video that puts me to sleep. <laughs> 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 This and is I'm, like this is like when I start going on with facts about something and they're like, did Glenn just watch a documentary or something? Yeah. And it's like, yo, Issa's really talking about that. I don't know if it was because I was like, um, I got this like new set of like skincare, right? So I was looking up reviews for it just to see if I was gonna like it. Um, it's like Lancome, you know that brand, they're great. Yeah. But um, somehow watching reviews of this new face products that I got, the, the beauty oven calendar started popping. Then I remember I got a few of those and I stopped because the forest is a ripoff. And then I found this girl and she's like a comfort go-to video for me to watch. And then she opens from brands that I really like. And I love watching her get scammed. Okay. I don't like food, MD, for the shot, for the record. Yeah, do I, do I remember you never had peanut butter and jelly? Yeah, no, and I'm not planning on it. When you come to Vegas... PB and J. You had to like buy the drinks for like the, the rest of the day in order for me to agree to take a bite. What's your favorite fruit? My favorite fruit? Yeah. Mango. Okay. What's your second favorite? I like passion fruit. passion fruit. Okay. Well, and you had peanut butter before though, right? No. Okay. I don't even like the smell. You don't like peanuts? No. Interesting. I like yeah. Well, I don't like almonds. I like them on my Hershey Kisses. Okay. I was going to say, Back when I used nice, to eat Hershey some Kisses. passion what? fruit jam or preserves. Oh, no. I don't like, oh, I don't like my fruits mixed with anything. Fun fact. Do not put my fruits in any chocolate or don't put any whip. No. Fruit should okay. be eaten like they came from the tree. The way that the, way that like the higher power intended it for us to eat them. Don't be putting crap on your fruits. Uh-uh. Not gonna happen. In the Garden of Eden, did Eve say, you know what would be make this delightful if you muddled it with a little bit of uh, raw sugar? No. Yeah, she didn't say that. She ate it that way. That's the way fruits are intended to be eaten. Don't mix my fruits with anything. That chocolate covered strawberry BS? Oh, it's going right. First of all, I, I, I can't even eat chocolate anymore, Glenn. Don't get me started on things okay. I can't eat that I used to enjoy. I feel you. Sad. It's sad. The chocolate one gets me because I used to like. I didn't. I did because I was a big girl, but I didn't like eat a bunch of it, right? But I like chocolate now. I can't even like look at it. Far too much to unpack here. We'll get into this. <laughs> That's how good NXT was, and we're talking about peanut butter and chocolate and fruits. Okay, next week Nikita Lyons is going to get her revenge against Blair. Knock her or out else. in battle royal. Yeah, it's got to happen. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. This is at NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with the one. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. We'll be back here Friday, tomorrow night. Tune in for the AEW crew talking about Dynamite. Will Mercedes Monet shows up? There you go. That's you. Maybe Mercedes shows up. Maybe Tony has some fiery tweets. Uh, can't wait. Tune in. Find out.
We'll catch you next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take Bye. Care.